たちを本当の自分自身でやった Hello, and welcome to Journey Through the Decacast, a common writer retrospective through the lens of decade, where I'm Shin Garrett. I'm Evan. And I'm Chris. And this week, other than me forgetting how to intro the show, we also watched <laughs> um, episodes 15 and 16 of Kamen Rider Yuki. Start of Japanese Highlander. Yeah, also known as, hey, bro, we put some Highlander in your Highlander so that you can Highlander while you Highlander. Also known as. The plot of Kamen Rider Yuki. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. It, so, it, with these two episodes, we've gone three levels deep. <laughs> Just about. I mean, we get this nice little sub story to show oh man, look at these kids being so silly and dumb, wanting to get this ultimate reward. Man, isn't that stupid? Hmm. Th- this is basically like Amazes and Monsters. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Where there, there's okay. the The premise of episode fifteen and sixteen is there's a guy who runs a club, and they make video games, and he made the game so good that it messes with your brain until you're addicted to it, and then, uh. I, I want I want you to imagine that that chart where you have a list of a number of steps. There needs to be some question marks here after <laughs> the you get addicted to a thing, and then uh, fight to the death is is the last. Yeah, step. I, I'm not sure if the guy if he was or our mini antagonist was implying that either the rewards he was offering were so good that these people were now fighting each other. Or if he was implying that there was some sort of subliminal mind control he was doing, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, which is especially <laughs> weird because then he blackmails the main cast of the the Ori Journal. Why didn't they just say he was blackmailing people if they were going to have him be doing that? Yeah, I don't know. Like, why did? Why did? Why did the why did the blackmail get going? Like, what did he have on them that allowed him to blackmail them? He said he was them? going to send their their subscriber list a virus, which is like, I I just don't see why this is a serious enough threat that you own a business now. Yeah, like, it makes no sense to me that this kid is just like, yeah, all right. So here's what's gonna happen. I'm going to. Come in here and threaten to send this virus, and it'll be bad. Ooh, it'll be real, real bad. On the one hand, I do think it's kind of cute that the staff members of Horror Journal are like, "We have such a loyalty to our reader that we will do literally anything to keep them from getting a virus email." Just a bit, yeah. But um, I, I recognize all of these problems, but I still think both of these were a delight. <laughs> uh, I were. also think they were pretty fun, but yeah. <laughs> like i i don't know if it move well no i guess it does move things forward because like there's some there's some like ren character development stuff going on in the background yeah There ren is. turns into like kiryu at one point and random people in the street are just decide to like assault him and well, he's he sh- like okay he shouldered into one of them <laughs> yeah he's kind of just being a dick to you know it, he 
there's a part early on in the episode where he realizes, oh, I'm actually starting to become friends with Shinji, and you see him make an active choice of, <laughs> no, I'm going to be an asshole. Because, you all right, cool? sure. Being a dick. Yeah, and it, it is fun to see his mental thing of like, no, I'm, I'm, I, I'm actually becoming an actual sensible, functioning human. But no, I gotta fight that because <laughs> no, no, that's bad. How dare I have like emotions and shit? I gotta do some murder. For the, since he is a Batman, this is also literally the plot of both Batman Forever and Mask of the Phantasm. Batman makes a friend slash girlfriend and starts to chill out, and he's unsure if that's an okay thing to do. Okay, so so hot take, um, that's okay to do. Uh, yeah, that's that's good actually. If you don't relax, then you're not working at your prime. So yeah, yeah, Fucking hot take. Relax. Uh, toxic masculinity is bad. Go figure. Uh, being driven by like psychologically painful compulsions is uh not good i mean yeah this is it's like a pretty pretty basic one but okay yeah the guy who's working on seven shows over here is just gonna feel a little called out right now thanks so anyway uh these episodes are called iron mask legend and card of destiny which are both like 10 out of 10 episode titles too yeah those are some good <laughs> names yeah, oh, okay, so, and in addition to all the other goofy stuff that was going around, episode 16 also involves the villain constantly holding a card in front of Shenji like he's fucking Seto Kaiba or something. That's also true. <laughs> it's very the... silly. Also, I didn't know, like, holding onto the cards mattered. I assumed they just, like, bag of holding back into the deck. Yeah, yeah I, I thought they were part of the deck. I thought it was, like, some weird mystical thing of, like, okay, yeah, you halfway, like, the cards come out and are real when you're using them, but other than that, they don't exist? Yeah, they made it seem like the power was in the deck, not the cards. Well, I don't know, I guess they did destroy the, the shield card that one time. Well, and, like, before, like, they pulled out, like, the seal card and gave it to people to repel monsters. That's, okay, yeah, fair. Um, anyway, let's just get into these episodes. Um, like my cough, uh, the episode starts with the chief going to the doctor to get a check, to get a, like, a checkup to his checkup, and everybody is concerned about him dying. Well, there, there's a long flash-forward sequence first where the fortune teller guy, like, envisions Rin fighting a rhino dude. But yeah. Oh yeah, there's also that too. I just considered that, like, part of the end of last episode, too, but that is unique to this episode. You are correct. I forgot what was happening in the end of last episode, so maybe it was. Um, but there's a lot of, like, weird, like, lunch food shops in, like, this first episode, too, and I'm kind of unsure why. <laughs> yeah, a lot of focusing on people eating. I don't get it. It's a little upsetting. I don't know. It's it. They spend a lot of time focusing and on mouths and the noises people make while eating and i don't know why well one thing is i think they want us to understand that the chief like eats a bunch of junk food like he doesn't 
eat like he doesn't eat well. I can relate to this. Means he still eats significantly better than I do. So feeling a little called out there, but uh, yeah. I mean, was I was I chomping on some Twizzlers while watching this episode? Maybe. <laughs> and uh, the reporter lady. God, I forgot everyone's name since the last time we talked about. Um. I don't even remember Porter's lady's name, to be honest. It's um, uh, Reiko. Reiko, yeah. Reiko has, like, a really nicely prepared lunchbox, and she's, like, a very ordered person. But, yeah, I think the idea is just that their foods all reflect their personality. Well, yeah, Reiko's, like, the adult. Yeah. Because there has to be one, apparently. Yeah, then we go uh, to the tea shop, and Ren just stares at the counter... Drops a bowl on the floor, and it's like, meh, I'm not going to pick it up. Yeah, just Ren's just kinda... like, I'm going to be an asshole while I contemplate about not being an asshole. <laughs> what does it mean to be me? Am I an asshole? I want to be an asshole. No, but your insides are saying, don't be an asshole. Well, fuck my, fuck my interior voice. <laughs> also, Shinji is like, hey, Yui, come be temporary... Editor-in-chief while editor-in-chief is going to the doctor. Which is not a bad idea. I was a little... I was like, does does she have the skills to fill in as a journalist for a couple days? Yeah, I mean, like, shouldn't... I I feel like Reiko should move up to editor-in-chief, and then, like, Yui should Uh, take Reiko's spot. Wait, I thought that was actually what had happened. Oh, is, is it what happened? I thought Shinji specifically said replace the chief well yeah but replace the chief as in have another person at the office oh okay i guess that's fair there's video game murder going on uh oh yeah red just steps on shinji's fingers and shinji's like oh don't do that he's like i'm sorry so like ren's being just extremely weird now ren ren is being puerile and childish in a very like no i'm not a, i'm not a good person look at look but at, yes look at all the mean the- things i'm doing it's very, very goofy. But then we get introduced to the things that make this episode extremely goofy. Mortal Kombat murder. Yeah, so apparently there is a, uh, some weird, I don't know, it's, it, we learn later it's a bunch of, it's it's a club, it's a college club that are, like, apparently going under... They, there's some reward or something that they're all fighting for, and they have to beat the other person. Or they're they're acting out a video game or something. Yeah, th- the first time we see this, we have no idea what the hell is going on. It's just... Too- it's just, like, there are two guys in, like, black robes with masks on, and they're, like, fighting each other with swords, like, scythes and, and swords and stuff in a office building. Yeah, Very it's strange. it's like a it's a school college thing. I think it's a university. Okay. Yeah, and the, there's like a lady who's wandering around and hears weird metal clanking and is like, "What the hell is going on?" And then she maybe gets killed by the dudes. Yeah. I'm not sure whether I don't. I think she just got knocked out, but I don't well, know. I don't think we ever see her again. So. Knocked out, dead, same thing. Yeah, she's she's gone now. Um, so then, there, we're back at the Ore Journal, where they're talking about doing this for a case, 
and Shinji's like, hey, maybe this is a common Rider. And Yui's like, that, that kind of makes sense. Maybe. Also, there's this weird side plot of IT lady being jealous of, of Yue, and I'm just unsure of it. Yeah, I don't know. It, Like, it's... There's, like, another food scene later where, like, she tries to, like, steal her lunch. I I think <laughs> Yue is supposed to be younger than her. So it's, like, look at this young, successful woman coming in who's friends with Shinji. Uh, like, it implies that... Oh, you thought it was a jealousy thing? I Like, well, not, sense, not I entirely. But it's, like, a jealousy of, like, look at this young, pretty woman coming in and being oh. successful. Not like resenting toward. someone who is younger and more successful than you? Yeah. I that, yeah. Just a little bit. Like, I'm not 100% okay. sure on it, but it sounds... As a 30-year-old loser, extremely relatable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, well, also just like, anyway, so just expect the worst. That is... Yeah, that's also true. I, I was interpreting it more... Because, like, in the next episode, she, like gets really offended at someone slighting her system's management skills. So I was kind of just interpreting what we were seeing in this episode as, like, just her have... Like, she seems unemotional, but she just doesn't express herself outwardly very much. And, like, I thought this was part of that, but hey. Maybe. So back to more Mortal Kombating now. Yep. Well, no, then there's the bit where, um, where Ren is being oh, yeah, edgy yeah. and he punches some dudes he, yeah and then um people in japan must like be very very sensitive about being their shoulders being hit by other people's shoulders well I, well i think it's the it not seems apologize. like in a lot of shows people are extremely willing to get in fist fights over it i think I mean, it's the I think... not apologizing part yeah it's it's the do it is like that is a specifically at least as i've seen like a japanese trope for like delinquent and gangster behavior of just oh yeah i'm going to walk around and knock into people and not apologize <laughs> because why would i apologize i'm i'm better than them and higher up on the social order than them so they maybe, just maybe i respect my myself less than japanese pedestrians because i would just be like wow rude and then keep walking is <laughs> also maybe just understand that hey maybe some people just have things on their mind yeah, maybe he wasn't paying attention. He was in a hurry, you know? It happens. Just made a mistake. It's not something... Maybe they're deaf and can't hear you, or can't talk. I mean, it could happen. Entirely possible. Yeah. Probably not probable, but possible. <laughs> anyway. Then Stingray guy shows up, who has his name. His name is Miyuki Tetsuka, but I'm going to continue to call him Stingray guy. It's a good um, idea. And he blocks he he blocks the punch. And he's like, "Hey, hey. Hey, how's it going? How's that inner conflict you're having going?" <laughs> he wears a red jacket over a striped polo, so I think he looks kind of kind of cool, but in kind of a dorky way. I I think he's just like kind of a cool dude. Yeah, yeah, he seems nice. So, I'm I think either... that's why Ren doesn't like him. He's challenging Ren for the the mysterious cool guy role. He's not even like being mysterious about it. He's just like trying to be good which means he's either gonna have like an evil turn or he's gonna die soon yeah i'm kind of waiting to see like when is this guy gonna what, what's he doing where, where is he going with this like i'm kind of getting vibes of like the 
the the the turn evil, which I don't want, but who knows? I, was he the fifth common rider? Oh, okay, is Crab Guy the only one that's died so far? Yeah. Okay. I kept thinking that there was like another one that had died, but yeah, I, I guess they're all still around except for Crab Guy. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, because um lawyer guy's around, he just hasn't been in these episodes. Yeah, yeah. He's he's off doing his own thing, whatever that may be. He's off having cancer? I think he had cancer. <laughs> yeah, no, cancer or something. He had something going on. It was some terminal terminal illness. Um, so Ren just doesn't respond because Ren. Um, Shinji and Yui go to video game university, where oh, right. Yeah, now we and this time we just see that the the people fighting in the video game motion capture thing are just straight up two dudes just trying to kill each other with swords. Yeah. So they, also, this is a bad video game because they the both characters have the exact same design. Like that's that would just make it a bad fighting game. It, it's a mere match, Chris. Yeah, but they would at least palette swap one of them then. They Not, had different weapons. That's how you tell the difference. Yeah, that's mm. that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not. I'm not buying it. It's still just you can't use one design for every character. It's lame. Anyway, one dude kills the other dude and then like takes his star chips. <laughs> yeah, they've got these little pins. They, they each on have their like chest. a cloak clasp. That they, they have like a clasp for their cloaks. That uh, the guy takes off his cloak. Yeah. Presumably, you can turn in five of them for like a giant teddy bear or like you know some no, candy I, or something. I think you get ten of them and then you proceed to um, <laughs> the next round, the finals of Duelist Kingdom. Yeah, that's exactly. that's how Yu-Gi-Oh mm-hmm. works. Yes. Did I know that's it's off topic? But did any of you see that? I don't even know if it's true, but there's an image going around on Twitter that had like the Yu-Gi-Oh's protagonist win rates. And apparently the dude in 5Ds just never lost. Well, that's oh, disappointing. Well, I, I assumed that was, like, how most of them went. Don't most no. of them never lose? No, I think Yugi's, like, a 93%, and I think that's the lowest. And I think Jaden was, like, 90, 95 or 98 or something. Garrett, when are we doing that Beyblade show that we've kicked around a few times? Uh, mm, don't, don't tempt me with that. <laughs> I would love to talk about tops and how the superpower of spinning left is amazing. <laughs> Mysterious, hidden, long lost superpower of spinning to the left. Speaking of that, apparently, like a, a bay tuber, which is what I learned that they're called. Oh my god! Is um did like their own like Beyblade knockoff thing. But it just looks exceedingly dangerous. They what, did real... they just put, like, big blades on it or something? They're using no, but real metal? They are using real metal. Yeah, there's... <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. I mean, they've used metal for the Beyblades a few times. But exactly. not, like, but not like full metal. <laughs> like, this is, like, it, it looks really weighty, and, and it just looks like someone could get hurt by this. Pretty badly, yeah. Like it, it was to the point like where like the people that were doing it were like 
were like, yeah, we're not going to, we, we're going to wait for them to stop spinning. We're not going to reach our hand in while they're moving. Yeah, that definitely okay. sounds like, yeah, it's, it's, when it's all metal, you can get your fucking fingers sliced off. Yeah, that would be bad. Uh, it's not relevant, but I just want to bring up that in Beyblade continuity, Moses split the Red Sea with the Beyblade. That's, that yes, happened. That, that is. In Beyblade continuity. That is actual continuity. Yeah, I'm kind of sad. Like the, the April April Fool's joke about him doing like a fidget spinner manga was fake. Oh, like that YouTube video about it. Yes. Oh God, that's like one of my favorite YouTubes. It's very fun. Really, you like it more than the Half A Press? I mean, I didn't say it was my favorite. The Half A Press thing is pretty fun. <clears throat> anyway, looping, looping back around to Common Rider. Um. So there's weird AR game shit. Someone dies. They take a coin. Um. We go back to the IT lady trying to steal Yui's food while they're talking about the case. We find out that there's an online game club called Matrix because of course it is. Of course. <laughs> this is in 2003. Everyone has seen the Matrix at this point. In 2002, actually. Okay. Um, it also just shows that, like, Yui is better at Shinji's da- job than Shinji. <laughs> a lot of people are better at Shinji's job than Shinji. I mean, Google existed at this point, right? Like, it seems like the research that they might have had to do here was pretty basic. I don't know, they might have asked Jeeves. Yeah, they could have asked Jeeves, or looked it up on Alta Vista. I never used Alta Vista. Alta Vista had the translator called the Babblefish, which I remember liking because i love the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy as a kid or they probably just boringly used like yahoo yeah maybe um so then they go to visit the the game club where you have to look cool and be smart those are the two (laughs) things yeah the members of the club say that they they reject anyone who cannot fulfill those requirements and they also give no shits about the dude being in the hospital. It's very weird. It's super weird. Also, there's this one dude with like quote unquote cool sunglasses typing on a keyboard, and it's some of the worst fake keyboard typing I've seen. <laughs> Is it? I honestly didn't pay attention. It's it, it's, it's just like the I'm lifting my hands and banging on home row. Oh yeah, yeah. You're totally right, yeah. Uh, um, they very prominently use a lot of Mac computers in this show. Yeah, they I continue. If that was like a paid sponsorship or something. I don't think it is, but they can. It might just be like what they have, like in the office or whatever. It might be like computers they actually use. I mean, wasn't one of the things about that style of Mac is they were supposed to be kind of cheap? That's also true. I know they've continued to be used too. <laughs> like I know for a fact, Fives uses like a ton of MacBooks or those those clamshell Macs. Huh. Eh? I mean, I guess I just hadn't noticed it up until this point. It's like, huh. Um, so after they do that, they uh, they get a threat sent to their office through the computer with some really bad flash animation. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. It shows one of the dudes in the mask 
using his like Wolverine knuckle claws to slice the screen and it says kill you. It's very silly. Yeah, it's it's very impressive. Very. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm super threatened. Um so then there's another fight between two dudes. Um, one, one of, of them, the dudes uses, like, a flail, and he clearly has no idea how to use it, so that's kind of funny. But he, I, I think, like, I think he was just afraid of, like, actually hurting this dude. Yeah, I mean, that's why you don't use a flail as a prop in a scene like this. But flails are cool. They are cool, but if you're not a professional, they're extremely easy to really injure someone with. Though, like, isn't it, isn't it, like, actually a bit long to be a flail? Is it? I don't know. Maybe. I think flails are generally supposed to be shorter. It's like you don't, you don't, like, it's like you don't see people, you don't train actors to use nunchucks for action scenes, because it would take too long. Yeah, unless you have, like, a stunt double that knows what they're doing with a weapon, it's kind of, like, almost too much effort, which is why a lot of them use simple ones. Like swords. Or a club. Or an axe. Yeah, the damaging part of a sword can be dulled, and, like, you can fake hit someone with a club or an axe. But, uh, like, a swinging weapon, uh, if you're not swinging it fast enough to actually hurt someone, it's very obvious on camera. Which it was here. Yes. Um, Anyway, Mace Guy wins. That's pretty dope. Um... Divination guy, also known as Stingray guy, is just kind of stalking Ren, being like, hey, hey, are you going to tell me why you're pretending to be a douche? And Ren's just just like, I don't want to. You can relax. It's fine, man. Oh, yeah. He gives two two fortunes in this bit that are extremely cold, reedy fortunes. His first one's like, ooh, my fortune said I would meet someone interesting today. I'm like, very impressive, dude. And and his next one is you will meet another writer during this investigation. I'm like, okay, yeah, no fucking kidding. I mean, to be fair, like that second one actually is almost impressive because there's been times where they haven't found new writers, and it's just been a mere dude. Yeah, but most of the things they've investigated have involved meeting new writers. That's true. So, I, mean, I feel like it's about half and half, actually. It still seems like an easy call. I mean, but for, he's us, right. for us looking at the show and knowing that it's a show, yes, it's an easy call. But I imagine for them, at the, like, in-universe, it's a bit more of an impressive call. I mean, there aren't, there aren't that many murders in Tokyo every year. I know their murder rate is, like, crazy low, so... I don't know. It just seems like if people are dying a lot, all of a sudden you can probably be like, aha, writers. I mean, if it... (laughs) Having the in-universe continuity of like, oh, strange things are happening. There must be a writer about. (laughs) I don't know. Well, I have recently discovered that magic powers exist. I bet it's magic powers. Yeah. Anyway. um... Like, big logical leap there, bud. But, so this is the first time Shinji meets Stingray Guy, and Stingray Guy's like, yeah, I don't want to, like, fight other 
writers, like, the monsters are the problem here. And Shinji's like, oh, shit, did we just become best friends? Did, <laughs> did I just find someone who confirms everything I've been thinking? All right. Finally, someone who isn't being crazy. Um, so then IT lady traced the email and hacked into their computer. And then, and then we basically just find out like the game's just the plot of the show that they're acting out in real life. Yeah, yeah. And they have like different arenas to list it out. Yeah, apparently, th- like the stages in the game are based on an office building, an underground parking garage, and like uh, some docks. So they're like, "Aha, let's go to some docks." Yeah. And then Yui's well. like, "Isn't this just like the writer thing?" And we're like, and- "Yes, yes, it is." Um, Ren continues to hide his emotions of caring about Shinji. Um, at this point, I realize this is just nerds LARPing. Yeah. It is extremely mazes and monsters. It's a bit more, you know, life-threatening than LARPing, but yeah, it's just LARPing. Yeah. And this episode reads as like the... Or, yeah, no, right, you just said mazes and monsters, fucking anti-D&D yes. thing. It is, it is a... A chick track, a chick tract about how video games will make you kill your friends or something. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah, that's how that works. Um, so these two dudes like KO each other because they're just bad. <laughs> they do seem to suck at this death fight thing. Um, well, I mean, they're just so. They are just some random college students. It's true, yeah. They're just some random guys who played The Matrix. And okay, they're like, okay. hey, let's stab each other to death. And then they do that, so. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to let this one go, though. Because the one dude has, like, a spear. And the spear is, like, one of the easiest weapons to figure out. You stand back and you poke things with it. That's true. That's true. Yeah, Clearly, but... spear guy should have won. Should have, but didn't. But apparently, like, so Shinji I mean, comes. I've to... never tried to use a spear. Uh, maybe this is a situation where, without training, they're more unwieldy than they would look. I don't. I don't know. We might have to try this for science later. Um, so Shinji comes up, and like the like the headmaster dude comes up. And he goes into, like, this whole thing about how these people were just bored with life, so he gave them excitement with this game because he used psychology and built it into the game. It's es- <laughs> it's escalation, you see, and soon you mean more than just the game. This is such a fucking... This, <laughs> this guy had, like maybe a semester's worth of psychology <laughs> and was like, I, I could control people now. And it's amazing. And I love it. Oh, God. But to go back to the, the Yu-Gi-Oh polls, I've made him addicted to online gaming. Yeah. Just a bit. Oh, uh, 10 out of no, 10. you bastards. Um, so then, My Mokuba voice isn't as good as it used to be. So then Shinji's like... Shinji just drops, like, are you a writer? And then the other the other person's just like, oh, you're one of those two? And then a mirror monster murders one of the masked dudes who's running away. 
It's the winner who had staggered up and ran off. Uh, we didn't mention that the set for this scene is also like the dudes were fighting in the middle of a ring of barrels that were all on fire. And, and while this guy's giving his speech about how awesome he is to Shenji, he like stalks around one of the fire barrels <laughs> to try and look cool. Just a bit. Yeah. So the studio gets murdered by a mirror monster. So then Shinji and this other guy, his name's June, by the way. Um, so now we have a name to call him. Um, they go in and he mentions he's Kamen Rider Guy. That, that's his name. <laughs> Unlo- unless you pronounce. He's a, he's a Kamen Rider Guy. Yeah. Unless you pronounce G A I differently, but I'm pretty sure that's just Guy. Look, I know he's a Kamen Rider Guy, Garrett, but what is his name? <laughs> So uh, anyway, it's like a, it's they like start. A on first bit. You know, no, I got it. I was ignoring it. Oh. Harsh. <laughs> just, just no sold my joke. That's that's fine. That's fine. Yep. Um. So they're gonna go fight this monster, and so we got to talk about guys' fucking card reader. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Yeah. So guys, the way he uses his cards, he. I mean, they're in his belt, just like everyone else. So most of the time, he reaches his left hand down, takes a card out of the belt, and throws it from his crotch level up at his left shoulder, and then uses the same hand to reach up and slide the thing, the re- like the case down on the shoulder in order to like make the card work. It's very it's amazing. It's it is extremely obvious that they had to hide the movement with a cut because. The shoulders are too bulky for him to just put it in there and slide the thing down in one motion. Yeah. So, so they fight. Um, guy like summons his rhino and like gets on oh, him God. and does like. I forgot some... about his rhino attack in the middle of how goofy his card loading was. He does like some Gurn Lagan stuff where he's just like he's piercing things with his weird drill thing. Just about. And his big uh, combine with his animal monster attack is he, like, makes his rhino charge and he stands on the front of the rhino's horn. So he is like, he is the rhino horn (laughs) and makes it run into things. It's very good. It's it's a little ridiculous. Yeah. Um, So to note, there's also a second monster, but he, like, runs away or whatever. Yeah, these are like squid guys. Um, but so then guy just beats the shit out of Shinji and then takes like his, his monster contract card, which apparently has makes Shinji not be able to control drag render, but I guess he's still bound. So he won't eat him. No. Well, the reason he loses the card too, is because he's about to load it into his arm thingy. And the guy just has his monster sucker punch him, so oh, well, he drops the card. Well, Shinji's, like, thinking about it. He's like, I don't actually want to fight, though. Right, right. So then... And then he gets sucker punched, and then gets taken away. And that yeah. ends this first episode. Yep. It's... This is... They just kind of poured on the gas for this episode That in the ridiculousness. <laughs> so much happens in these two episodes. 
I love it. Oh my god! So much. I forgot that the preview for episode sixteen is the boy band photo shoot. The boy band photo shoot is amazing. Yeah, there's gonna be one of those in the next episode. Like, oh my god, it's so good. It's so good. It is a testament to oh, to a man's arrogance. Well, well, the kid's like like kid's like what nineteen, if even. He's college age, so you're like nineteen to twenty one or twenty two, I think. Like he doesn't like he like he he wears a suit in this episode and he like doesn't fill it out. Right. Yeah. He looks very young. Um. Anyway, so this next episode, episode sixteen, starts with um. Uh, Stingray guy and Ren hanging out as they do, and Stingray guy's like, "Hey, hey, you're worried about Shinji, aren't you? Hey, hey." You have feelings, ooh. Because they they end up going into the mirror world, and they see the other monster, and um, so they start fighting him. Um, Stingray, yeah, Red has some dialogue about how if Shinji's going to run into a new writer, I'll defeat him. I'm like, well, why weren't you there already, then, idiot? Yeah. So they find Shinji. He, he's like reverted to like his his non contract armor. It's back to like the gray suit, and everything's gray. Yeah, without the the red. Yeah. And then a uh, nasty vent saves the day, as always. Um, th- they pull Shinji out of the mirror world, and incapacitating Shinji... girlfriends and saving writers. Yeah. Nasty vent can do it all. Just about. They pull Shinji out, and he's just like, "I hate this new guy. He's the worst. I'm gonna go get my card back." Yeah, and his strategy for getting his card back is to yell at him until he uh, and ask him for it. I, I guess. And that when even there's multiple times he could probably make a pull for it and just be fine. Like I don't. I mean, if he rips it, he does immediately die. So you know, I could see maybe his non unwillingness to take that risk. Yeah, but it's also a thing of, like, there are multiple times when he, the guy's, like, holding the card right in front of him, and he's inches away, and it's like, you could you could overpower this child and take back your right. property. Right. As I said before, it is some extremely Sino Kaiba bullshit. Like, just, just grab the thing. Just punch him in the face. No, you and can't. And take your card back. <laughs> you can't. I don't know what you're talking about. You're not otter bound that because he beat you, you can't just, just take it. Yeah, just just kick him in the dick. <laughs> take your card back. I don't see the problem here. Shinji's too nice, I guess. He doesn't respect your property, so you don't need to respect his want desire to not get kicked in the dick. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Anyway, um, a divination guy is just like, come on, Ren, clearly you care. You don't have to, um, you don't have to pretend. And then he also, I haven't, I wasn't really listening that close to the dialogue, but I was wondering if Stingray guy was calling Ren a Sundere in the dialogue. Kind of. Because he's basically like, come on, you like him. Admit it. Admit it. Well, no, like, he says it weird. He says, like, you don't hate him. Uh, But that is a way of saying you like someone. Yes, but it's just a 
weird way of saying it. Just a bit. Um, and then he also, he like starts nudging Ren and like the he start pushing Ren's butt and then Ren punches him. And then he's like, "Aha! Because you punched like me, you punched I know me I, was right. I was right." Um, and then Yue and Ren both stare at Shinji having a bad day. <laughs> and then and then Yue talks to Shinji, and he was like, "Oh no, that's awful, Ren! You're gonna help him get his card back, right?" And Ren's like, "Nope, bye." Yeah, the, and Yue's like, "Wait a minute." What the fuck's going on with Ren? Why is he being such a weird dick? But, like, she doesn't say anything. She's just, like, surprised. Um, Chief is back, and uh, he eats bananas now. He really loves bananas. He's... Do you think the Chief is struck with returning to Monkey? Is that why he's eating bananas? I really didn't want to go there. (laughs) What? What are you talking about? Oh, God. It is a stupid internet thing currently going on of, like, no, I don't I don't want to be part of society anymore. I must return to monkey. I have definitely not seen this meme because I am out of touch. It's fine. <laughs> it, 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 is a, it is a weird nihilist, oh, the world is shit. Can I just be an animal that cares nothing except eating and surviving? Also, that is a shitty knockoff of the first joke in Hitchhiker's Guide, where uh, millions of years ago, uh, animals left the ocean. This has been uh, widely criticized and regarded by many as a bad move. Yeah, just a bit. Oh, but yes, we'll see how the chief goes, what he's doing. Like, it is very strange that it's suddenly just like, yeah, no, bananas. What what is this Boy, illness Anna. he's having? Maybe his doctor just told him to eat more potassium or something. Maybe I'm wondering to see if this illness thing that he's supposed to have is going to go anywhere, or if it's just a conceit for these episodes. My guess is probably conceit. Yeah. Um. Uh, but then so. Then IT lady gets like counterhacked, and there's some more flash stuff going on. Yeah, old. It's almost like clip art. Yeah, God, I can't believe we're already eight minutes into this episode. <laughs> there's like so much plot still. Well, it's yeah. Okay, so uh, IT lady computer got hacked, and apparently uh, our our. Rhino Rider is a hot shit engine internet, er, hot shit inter- computer person. So he hacked in and stole everybody's personal info, and he's gonna send out an email of viruses. And oh yeah, he'll probably also burn Shinji's card, but nobody cares about that other than Shinji. And so that means he's the new boss. Yeah, he's like what? This is some real like. 90 like 80s slash 90s cyber hacker stuff yeah it's like i'm sitting here watching this and i'm going why why don't you guys just call the police (laughs) or just like hit him yeah just like say no because that's silly we we have plot to happen (laughs) yeah i guess so shinji just comes in all angry and he's like, oh, oh, f- oh, damn it, he's the boss. Yep. 
And he's like, oh, I'm going to beat you up. And then guy's like, no, no, no. I got your card. I'm, I'm going to hold this at a distance where it would probably set a light if it would actually burn. But it probably He's won't. like repeatedly flicking over, open like a, one of those lighters that releases gas when you flick open the lid, you it's, know, it, the cool type. It is a, uh, God, what is the fucking colloquial term for it? I don't know. But yes, it's he's got a flip top lighter. The kid probably doesn't even smoke. He just has it because he thinks it looks cool. It's edgy. They do make you look cool and mature, so... Oh, yeah. So mature. If he was white, he would definitely be carrying around a katana. Yeah, he would. (laughs) Uh, but, okay. So, it cuts back to Ren, who... Ren being bad at his job. Yes, because Ren's internal conflict comes out as, oh, he's not paying attention, and then just being shitty at his job. Yeah, he, like, brings the wrong tea to someone, the guy complains, and then he just throws the guy out. I mean, the guy is kind of a dick about it. Uh, it's possible, but it's like... I mean, the, how, the, do, you, the guy how do you was... mess up iced tea for, like, a specific hot tea? Ren is, Ren is clearly at the wrong here, but also, if someone is, like, if someone serves you the wrong thing, and, and you're just like, Hey! Idiot! Wrong thing! Like, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's not nice... <laughs> But it is perfectly within the range of reactions I'd expect from a customer. That's true. That's true. And then boy band stuff happens. Yeah, I I guess they're take. I guess our Mister like, Rhino Rider is having pictures taken to show off that oh yeah, Ore Journal has a new editor in chief. Yeah, and I think they're doing like a new staff page thing. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Everything this kid does reeks of, I was bullied and no one likes me. Well, now I'm going to control everyone and they're all going to like me. So insecure. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he has some extreme, uh, while you were having premarital sex, I studied the blade energy going on. Yeah. Yeah. Unironically use Rise Up Gamers in the early 2010s. Oh, God. I'm sure he has serious concern, concerns about journalism ethics. Ah, oh, huh, that's funny because it's like what's going on here, too. So I hate everything about where we just went with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. So anyway, this guy's the worst and I hate him. I mean, you know this sort of douche, like, right? Like, yeah. everyone knows this guy, because they've been very common in America over the past decade. Yeah. Um, so, we've also got a short little bit where uh, Stingray follows Ren and figures out, oh, Ren's got a fiancé that he's fighting for. And he didn't go in and be like, aha, I found your secret. Yeah, which is nice. Good job out of him. He's not um, trying to be a dick. He's just trying to get everyone to stop trying to murder each but other. Chris, you don't understand. Like, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm waiting for the heel turn at this point. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's either the way this guy acts. It's either he's going to have a, a massive, massive heel turn, where it's like, ha ha, I designed everything, 
or he's going to die to teach Shinji a lesson. He does seem kind of redundant to Shinji's motivation. Yeah, at this point, it's like is the thing. You can't have a writer past four be good. <laughs> it's very weird. Uh, there's during the uh, sequence here. There's a long bit where we cut between several things happening. Well, Shinji is writing new copy about how the new editor in chief is super cool and, and just great at everything. Yeah, and everyone else before him was terrible, but now there's the new guy and he's so great. Oh, During the photo yeah. shoot, he makes uh, he makes Reiko and the systems engineer dress up in maid outfits and like cuddle him. So that's super fucking weird. God, this kid, it reeks of insecurity. Um. They even have, like, they get Editor and Shinji dressed up as bowling pins to go out and try. Like, hey, we're Ori Journal, here's our website. <laughs> I was extremely confused you. on if the bowling pin thing was, like, a pun or something. I That I don't know. I it, do know they do the thing where guys, like, by the way, we're removing our subscription model because, like, we got to grow our numbers. Yeah, and, he says we're going free to read. And I hate the fact that it works. Yeah. I mean, more people will read a, a publication that's free. That's just true. Like, it's... The guy is right on... Th the kid is right on some things. He's just an asshole. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not like it... They're probably not making money off this. Like, that's the thing. It's like... It probably decreases the quality of their ability to do journalism, so it's not like an improvement. Yeah. It just means more people will read them. Uh, so then, um, IT Lady just basically has, like, her own episode of Battle Programmer. I know. <laughs> yeah, because there's a bit in here where he's like, look, we don't need any second-rate systems engineers. I can let you go. And she's like, oh, oh, oh. Excuse I me? see how it is. Oh, second rate, huh? All right. <laughs> Let me go sit down in the coffee shop and write an entire program to fuck with this kid. I love, like, the first two lines are, like, test variable one and test <laughs> variable two. Yeah. They, they Yeah, string test one equals new T string list. Semicolon. String test two equals... And I'm like, okay, uh... Watching this lady establish variables for her program is super interesting, but let's just cut to the part where it works. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then Shinji makes a sweet shot into the garbage can with a can he has. Yeah, he's he's complaining, rightfully so. And so our young shit rhino comes up and is like, Ah ha ha! Ah ha ha! I have your card, you can't do anything, and I'm going to taunt you for it. Ah ha ha! And then, like, Ren shows up, and then they start just, like, trying to, like, out-masculinity each other. Dick-wave each other. I like that the kid is like, oh, I have his card. And Ren's like, fucking burn it then. Do it. He's like, I don't care. You can Do it. Guy. Do it right now here in front of me. Stingray guy shows Stingray up. Stingray guy shows up and is like, both of you stop being assholes. Stop waving your dicks around. And everybody just kind of stares, and things gonna fight. And then, and the then we learn that Ren is apparently even more thin-skinned than I thought he was. Yeah, a little bit. Because the, uh, the Rhino guy walks away while being like, "Well, if we're not gonna fight, that's a shame." I mean, 
Well, you, uh, you look pretty weak. Yeah, it, it, is, it is the most basic bitch. I don't think I can win, so I'm going to run away and insult the other guy to make them think that... No, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to fight you. You're... You're you're probably just too weak, and I, it would be too easy of a win for me. So it wouldn't be worth my time. Yeah, to beat you. so I'm 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 just gonna leave. <laughs> it's like, come on. Uh, yeah, and the fact that Ren doesn't realize that this is the most easy easy like, no, I'm running away. I just don't want to say it. It's kind of sad, but then I think Ren is kind of an idiot in his own way. He has been particularly dumb in these two episodes. Ren is indeed the worst. Uh, so, cut back to the IT lady who finishes her program, but before she can send it, she, like, passes out on the floor, because I guess the implication <laughs> is she's been going so hard, it took everything out of her. So what happened was she just had so much monster that her heart is starting to give out. <sighs> Man. And she's just oh, like, God. UA, UA, I, press the button. I wish I had the Netrunner text, the Netrunner card diesel in front of me so I could quote the flavor text off of it. Oh, I just... I, I, yeah. You know the one I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, they say that you can only, you shouldn't drink, th- you shouldn't drink more than three of them. But I, for a fact, know you can drink at least five before you start having heart palpitations. Oh, mm. oh man, I actually looked it up and it just says diesel gives you flames. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of All Nighter or something. There's another one. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Reminds me of when in my early 20s, I was fucking drinking Rockstar every goddamn day, and then I stopped (laughs) when I took a sip one day and was like, can I feel my heart? I think I can feel my heart. I need to stop drinking this. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, Diesel's a really good card. It is super. It's incredibly good, yeah. Draw, Draw three for zero? Yeah, it's crazy good. Uh, it's a, a plus one click We're basic plus one click very good oh it, it is all nighter um, I don't care what the studies show from my experience I can ingest three cans of diesel an hour for up to 12 hours before going into cardiac arrest oh Jesus <laughs> heard okay, during so the close. 11th hour <laughs> said during the 11th hour god Nutrunner flavor text is like some of my favorite writing ever it's good stuff Fuck, All Nighter's a pretty good card, too. Uh, back with Common Rider. So the IT lady has passed out before she can send her stuff. And we go back to Ore Journal. Oh, where, yeah, this shit. Where our young idiot is like, haha, subscriber numbers are up and more people are reading. So now I can start a new game and I will manipulate minds and make people fight and I will be the puppet master and oh. I would love it. I'm just so I'm the best. Everyone will know that I'm the best. <laughs> but before he can push the button to, I guess, run his program, I send a link to his Mortal Kombat knockoff to a bunch of people. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the IT lady is able to get Yui to hit enter and send off her virus, and it it happens just in time, and it's entirely hacks the guy's computer and it his reaction makes me think of oh he's he's never actually failed before so he has no idea what to do yeah that that sounds right 
some real I did it all by myself with just a small five hundred thousand dollar loan from my parents energy. Yeah, a little bit. I, was gifted I a really hate this guy in case you hadn't. Was gifted a small loan of a million dollars. Ugh. This guy's the worst. Uh, Shinji then rightfully starts hating on the kid, going, ha, look at you, dumbass. That's why the loot yeah. that's why the villains always lose. You're fucking stupid. Ha ha ha. Yeah, Reiko and the editor in chief are like, ah, you suck. And then guy's like, by the way, I can still burn your card. And then, yeah, the the moment where Shinji's like, oh yeah, I forgot that was also a threat. Whoops. It's like pretty funny. The uh, Ren Shinji's shows up so instead. Sometimes. Or Ren shows up and is able to be like, hey, hey, we didn't finish our dick swinging contest, so let's go finish that. And so they jump into the mirror world to fight, or Rhino and Ren jump into the mirror world to fight. Um, And Ren is kind of kicking this kid's ass like yeah everything about this child has seemed to fold in that last bit of this episode it, it is it is kind of weird because like we've seen like uh like shinji's beaten people that rin couldn't beat and this guy just like wiped the floor with shinji well i think that was mostly because shinji was very much didn't want to fight at all. And I, yeah, he's fought back before, but he didn't even really fight back when he first... Yeah, I suppose that's true, yeah. Uh, so they start fighting. Stingray shows up. Um, and instead of f stopping the other mirror monster that has shown up, he goes and tries to stop the fight between Ren and Rhino. Uh, but thanks to his distraction, he's able to knock away Ren's card... Or knock away Shinji's card for Dragender and take it back to Shinji. Yep. And then he's like, Shinji, help me stop this pointless fighting. Yeah. And Shinji's like, sounds great, let's go. Yeah, so, so yeah, Stingray Guy and Shinji both go into the mirror world, uh, but they have to fight a squid guy that comes out of nowhere instead of dealing with the plot that yeah, was Yeah, well, they have to finish off the second squid guy who got away earlier while Ren <laughs> wins his fight and is totally going to kill... A young, like, 21-year-old kid. Yeah, I'm just like, do we really need, like, a video gamey mid-boss before the plot happens? Like, can't, can't we just get to the thing that was dramatic and interesting? No. Uh, apparently. It ends with Ren looming over and threatening Rhino Guy, and I guess it, he's totally gonna stab him through the neck and kill him. Yep. Okay, no, <laughs> no he's not. We've all seen the preview that happens, like, two seconds yeah. later. Yeah, <laughs> the cliffhanger would work better if they did not literally show a preview of him not stabbing the guy two seconds later. <laughs> That'd be nice. But yeah, that's pretty other, Yeah, other than that, these, I, these episodes were, were a trip. They were... Yeah, they went. Uh, they were places. pretty fun, I gotta say. Like a lot of stuff happens. So they do a very good job of going, "Hey, here's our new writer. Isn't he a piece of shit?" <laughs> like, <laughs> and he is. Yeah, we we don't like lawyer guy, but his was more of a slow burn. This is just immediately yeah. like, look at this arrogant child. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of fun how with Lawyer Guy, like, Shinji needed to, like, learn that he sucked horribly. But, no, for this kid, he just immediately sucks. So, nope. This terrible child. Terrible, arrogant child. 
<sighs> Man, Ryuki is... I'm very much enjoying it, and I'm wondering, like, are, are we going to keep going into weird shit like this? Well, that was the sixth writers, so there's still half of them to introduce, God, and that's... we're not halfway through the show yet, so... That's so I don't funny. know. I keep feeling like there's going to be some turn where they do like they do the thing that they've done in a couple of the other shows where the plot that you assumed was going to happen gets resolved where like all the writers show up or something and then they reveal that something else was the actual conflict. I'm kind of waiting for that moment. Yeah. Who knows? I guess we'll have see. to see. Yep. Hmm. So that's common Rider for this week. Yeah. Good show. I, I guess if more extremely goofy plot lines with just one-off characters keep happening, then maybe it's fine to just keep doing this. Yeah, probably. I mean, like, it was also, like, it was doing, like, Ren stuff to the side, too, so it wasn't just, like, doing goofy stuff. I, I feel like I'm getting tired of Ren's bullshit at this point. Like, just stop being Sundari, you dumbass i mean that's fair but i i get the feeling we're close to some sort of breakthrough with ren because it's it it is get like this entire his entire subplot with this is like you're getting you, you the discord between what you say you're going to do and how you're living your life and enjoying your life is getting to a point that it's untenable you're, right, you're right. gonna have to make a decision here soon. Well, like, we, we were comparing him to, like, Gates a few episodes ago, and, I mean, I just feel like Gates's conflict makes more sense, because he knows, like, everything that he has experienced tells him that something bad is going to happen if he does not kill this guy, and yet, he's like a nice kid right in front of him that he has no reason to hurt. So, like, it feels like the conflict makes more sense there. Then Ren being like, maybe it's right to murder people. Maybe I should murder 12 people to save my girlfriend. Maybe that would make me a bad person. I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. Well, so I was just saying more like they're doing like overall plot things while doing like silly, goofy, like main A plot stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. I'm just like, I'm just kind of tired of Ren. Yeah, he is... Ren is a fine example of this archetype. It's just kind of like, eh. yeah, we see where it's going. Can we get there, please? Yeah, I mean, I don't like hate the character. Yeah, he he's fine. Just can we get can we get to where we all know you're going, buddy? Can can we show? <laughs> can we hurry it up a little bit? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's why these episodes were fun, because it was like, let's hit the gas, and they were like, oh, let's hit the gas on extremely goofy shit. Which I'm here for. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, this is the episode for this week. Next week, we'll do something. Do you guys want to do Gotcha Man episode two next week? Yeah, sure. I'm down for that if you are. Gotcha Man is fun. I, I very much enjoy our aggressively cheerful main character. Ah, oh, I'm glad to hear that. I hope we will continue to have a good time watching it. I um, liked what I saw so far. Until then, 
we're just a podcast on the internet at journeythroughthecast.com where there's links to all of the podcatchers and also all of the Twitters. Hooray. And uh, yeah, next week we'll be back with what we talked about before. Until next time, which we'll be a passing through podcast. Remember that. That's a... uh, Please keep an eye out for any games that try to get you to participate in a super death game with psychology. Oh. Uh, good night, everybody. Just PSA there. <laughs> I'm going to click stop Get now. to level 11, and then I'll learn the real magic.